Alrighty. Hello, guys. Hi, is... welcome. Yep, so my name is Carlin, and with here is uh, my friend Jeffrey. Say yeah, hi, yeah. Jeffrey. Hello, well, welcome to the best cubing podcast of all time. Yeah, so this idea started about a week ago when I texted Jeffrey saying, hey, what would you think about starting up a podcast? And, and he I was, was down like, for it. Oh, that's a great idea. I'm like, yes, this is amazing, and we should definitely do this. So after, I think, maybe a week or two or something like that, we finally have started to get uh, to recording, and that's a great thing. So, yeah. Yeah, and I forgot to say my name. My name is Carlin, and we're going to go over a couple things today, uh, yep. mainly stickered versus stickerless cubes. But first of all, if you want to contact us, uh, we have an email account where you can ask us questions at theinteractivecubers at gmail.com. And if you leave a question, we will do our best to answer it in the next episode. Just leave your name. Now, I, I, I need to, you're from. Yeah, I need to say one thing about that. Now, I've given my email out to a whole bunch of people so they can contact me, and then, and then they will nonstop spam me. So please don't spam us. It is mildly annoying. So yeah, just put that. Do out not there. ban. Do not. We will. Uh, if you do, call the president. We will ban you from the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> if, if that's even possible, I don't think that's even possible. <laughs> but yeah. Anyway, let's get. We, we could try. Let's let's get into the interesting parts, I guess. All right. So, first of all, stickered versus stickerless. What is your opinion on this, Jeffrey? Now, personally, for two by two and three by three and four by four. Uh, so t so two through four, I prefer sticker cubes because you can like change this the the color scheme of them. You can uh, be all crazy, but like if and uh, five by five and up, I prefer stickerless because the pieces become so small that if you start to get even a couple uh, sticker chips with your fingernails, they will literally be unseeable during it a sucks. fast solve. It's terrible. So yeah, that's why. So five through seven stickerless, two through four stickered. Um. But yeah. And I was gonna, I was actually gonna say roughly the same thing. I mean, four by four is debatable. I mean, yeah, I've seen people with four definitely. by fours that they've used forever, and it, it still like will chip off eventually. But um, so what do you think? Like, do you think there's a difference in mechanism? Like, if you got a like a, a Ganner SM uh, sticker, well, that's not a good example. It will make stickerless. Like a Moyu GTS V2, you got one stickered exact same thing you got one stickerless is there a difference in like the mechanism or just different types of plastics how it would move now now i know for a fact there's not a difference in the mechanism itself but from little that i know about plastic and stuff that when you add color and coloring and different materials in it to color it and dyes that it will change like uh how do i say this how the plastic contacts on each other if you get what i mean here so it will feel right. a bit different and that's why people like uh kit clement he only uses stickerless cubes and he will go out of his way to like get his own custom color scheme like he has black on his stickerless cubes that's how much he'll right. go out of his way because he enjoys stickerless cubes that much i remember like when i first got into cubing like I thought it was the weirdest thing when I saw a stickerless cube. Yeah, I know, like, right? It's like, what the this? heck? What is this even legal? I was, I was thinking, um, when you're doing using stickered cubes, um, you get sticker chips. Okay, let's say you really love stickered cubes, and therefore you use a stickered seven by seven, and you get all those sticker chips, right? And you right. want to replace the stickers. And stickers for seven by seven, they're really not that much, but over time they do add up. Um, on, it, on, on my cubic... It takes a long time. Yeah. And 
on my cubic alfu I, I think i spent over 20 dollars on stickers and that, that doesn't sound like much you can buy like a six by six with that um but it still is a little bit of money that i could spend on a six by six that therefore i like stickerless therefore like i uh, don't you never have to replace the stickers and stuff like that also stickerless they're generally brighter and you can see it in the dark better so yeah that's that <laughs> right um like that. so let's backtrack let's backtrack a little bit tell us how you got into cubing now okay this is i i gotta think here for a second but from what i remember is I, I i was going you know you know those times when you're going through youtube you really don't know what you're watching you're just watching random videos in your recommended list right yeah one yep. of those videos <laughs> that popped up was colin bird's 5.25 world record single but it wasn't just his video it was this video made by this organization called vox and vox, they explained think, the yeah. whole entire wca thing i'm like yo this is cool if I can solve a Rubik's Cube, I have a big bragging rights to my friends. So that's kind of like my whole thing here. And eventually, I think it was two to three months later, I finally learned how to do it. And I like jumped up and I'm like, yo, mom, buy me McDonald's. I finally did it because she promised she would buy me McDonald's if I solved it. So that's basically how <laughs> I got into it. I don't, I, I, don't know, I don't know about you. Um, and this was 2016, you said? Uh, no, it's October a, or something. Something around there. It was kind of late seeing that video. It was like a couple, like at least two years old or something. But I eventually right. saw it. Um. So yeah, I got into. Well, currently it is March of 2018. I got into it March of 2017. So coming up close to a year, and it was funny because we had always had this Rubik's cube, and it was like it wasn't even a Rubik's brand. I don't think it was like some spinoff. So imagine <laughs> that. I mean, it was like. like I don't know. If it, <laughs> <laughs> it's what? still we still have it and it like hardly works anyways i had like kind of just like played around with it i could like never get a side or anything well then um uh march of 2017 i was on this missions trip and this dude like we were driving down to mexico from oregon we live in oregon yeah. uh in the u.s and he stopped at target and like picked up a rubik's cube what? and i'm like he you know saw that? that thing he's <laughs> like yeah and, and <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> you just it was actually like Rubik's. Right. Anyways, it was like 10 to 15 bucks. They're expensive there. Yeah, um, they are. And he was solving it. And I'm like, is it possible for me to learn how to do that with like the time we have remaining on the trip? We had like a day or two. He's like, yeah. So he sat me down and just kind of like walked me through it. That's and cool, it is the dude. weirdest method I've ever seen. I've never <laughs> seen it anywhere else. I'm pretty sure uh, he sat in his mom's basement and made that method up. To, to Pro that's probably what I think about that. Yeah. So I'll try to like give a basic rundown. So you just do first layer, which is pretty common. Then you permute the bottom corners. What? And then you orient the bottom corners, and then you put like the bottom edges in, and then you just finish up the middle layer, like the four edges. So it's what kind of unheard heck? of. I got down to I think like a lucky thirty-five second solve, and then that's when I switched to CFOP. Fake scramble. And <laughs> and just recently, like last weekend, I got a PB of thirteen point six. So yeah, that's, that's where I'm at. Of... I average around twenty-five. No, no, twenty. I mean, um, it's funny because yeah. I can say I average sub one minute because that's true. I average. <laughs> see what? Well, see, like when, like I'm like, oh, I, I was at this. Uh, it was this Lego 
Mindstorms thing, which is like Lego ro robots and stuff. And there was this robotic hand, right, made out of Lego. And they, and there's a whole bunch of kids, maybe 20, 30 kids around this, wanting to shake the robot's hand. And I went up to the lady. I'm like, hey, if I can solve a Rubik's Cube in under 30 seconds, can I shake the hand? And she's like, yeah. But see, the thing is, I averaged like 11 seconds on 3x3, three three, but since there were so many kids watching me, I had to give myself that much time in case, like, I messed up. I really right. wanted to yeah. shake that robot's hand so bad. <laughs> <laughs> did you get to? I, I did do it. It's, it was really weird. It was like, what the heck? I've never heard of this before. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I had to do. I had to give myself, like, 25 seconds of extra um. time. Also, real quick, let's just like briefly go over how we met. We met at uh, uh, October. I, I, I don't, I don't know the name of the comp. It's probably just called October Competition, to be honest. It's like Fall, Fall, Eugene. Eugene Fall. Fall. Yeah, like, Eugene, Eugene Fall. Uh, yeah, we met there. And that, that, okay, I need to say something about that competition. Now, for a long time, I've been trying to get a sub 10 single in competition, and that still hasn't happened. Right. And at that competition, in my first round of three, no, 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 my second round of three by three, my, I just, like, I was so nervous that when I, like, I choked a lot and I got a 10.02 and a 10.17, and I'm like, <laughs> I just want to die because that, that was in October and now it's March and I still haven't gotten one. I've been to, like, three more comps. <laughs> well, of... just last comp, like, a couple weeks ago, you got, like, Something really close as well. Uh, ten oh three. Yeah, I, I was so I was doing a whole bunch of you and you primes, and I just want to die because of that. Yeah. Could, so what's, could... what's your like unofficial? Unofficial PB is a seven point one three. But I have to say something. For whenever I do hand scrambles, like I I do a pretty thorough hand scramble, but it seems whenever I do a hand scramble, it always seems to be easy. And I got a four point six yeah. on a hand scramble. Not it doesn't. I just doesn't count. It's a hand scramble, but yeah. Uh, but Carlin, what is your PB single? That's 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 the real question. Uh, well, I, I just broke it like this weekend. I said I got like a thirteen point six. But as as far as like official in comp, uh, I believe it's like a fifteen or something. Yeah, that's still really yeah, good. Though. Pretty lucky. That's still really good compared right, to everyone. I mean, compared to, and compared the cool to thing is like, else. yeah, like I can tell people that like. If so they're like considering getting into cube and like, hey, within the first year I got down like thirteen seconds. And they're like, Oh, okay, this might be actually like approachable, like able to be done. So Yeah. Anyways, and that's one of the reasons we're doing this podcast, is because like it's a cool way to serve the Cuban community and Yeah, 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 definitely. Anyways, uh what are your thoughts this is kinda like a little bit off topic, but mm -hmm. on FMC. Hmm. I got yeah. I don't know. So FMC, okay. I gotta admit, it's a really cool event that you have one hour to write down the fuse moves for the specific scramble that you got, and that's really cool. That's kind of like test your brain and test right. as no as as much as you know. But at FMC, um, I don't know if it's exactly how it's the way I'm about to explain it. But my way of putting it is, it's basically just like solving a three by three. It technically is, but imagine you're learning the method CFOP, right? And you know the the most basic CFOP, like two look OLO and two look PLO, and like the basic F2L cases. Right. And as you go on, you learn more and more about that. And same thing with FMC, you learn like pseudo, two by two by three, skeletons, insertions, all this crazy stuff that I have no idea what I'm talking about. But Inverted. it's just, yeah, all that kind of crazy stuff. But it's just like, 
it's kind of mind blowing to me that it's just like basically learning a whole entire new method for solving a cube. But yeah. I mean, if people can't do that in 15 seconds of inspection, like for example, like Matt's Valk or Felix, they can do that in 15 second inspections, get like a 25 minute solve. That could be like one to two seconds if they spam the turns really hard. That's kind of like, right. but it's like, it's really, it's like learning a whole new method. And I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna try. I will, I will compete though, just, just, just once to have the results. But uh, what are your thoughts about it? Right. Colin? Well, let's see. I recently tried it. Well, I say recently. It was like probably three months ago. That's definitely and I printed out because like speed key review. He's like, he's pretty awesome. good. He's like inspired me in a lot of ways. It's like he has his own podcast. Anyways, um, he had like a bunch of these tutorials. I think there's like nine parts or something. It's crazy on FMC, and oh, yeah, so I, saw, I printed some those. out. Yeah, and I sat down and I timed myself for an hour, and I think I got like a 44, but I got like a PLO skip. Like I was using CFOP with like some block building for like the F2L and cross. Mm, definitely. Um, so I've actually only done it one time. Um, I think. But yeah, that, that's actually kind of interesting. I should probably go through that whole series, and you and you guys should probably go check out Speed Cube Reviews podcast. You probably you probably already have seen it, but it's pretty yes. good. Uh, but. I've done FMC maybe 10 or 20 times. Most of the time are on flights because my family go on these trips around the world and the flights are like 10 hours long. So I, I do like 10 FMC attempts, you know. And I, I've gotten my best yeah. down to 42, but ba I don't have a method. I literally just look at the cube. I'm like, okay, I got this pre-med F12 pair. Let's just build off that. Nothing else. I, I know. Mean, I don't I, have any I, method. I, like sometimes uh, I'll just get to the point where I have last layer and, like, uh, and, then, I, and then I just do it. But I just there's no method that I follow. I just do it. <laughs> if you get what I mean. It's it's funny. I was just going through. I have like this app on my phone where it has like these memos where you can just like write stuff down and notes and stuff. Well, I was looking for something that was Cuban related, and I thought I'd mention this because I think it's important. Uh, candy flavors that should not be a thing. I have four flavors down here. Uh, green apple. I think we can all agree on that. Yep. Watermelon is debatable. Mm -hmm. Coconut and banana. Those are terrible. Yeah, why would you ever do that? I don't know. Um, <laughs> anyways, I was, <laughs> what I was... What I was trying to find is at my last competition, I had some very weird stuff happen. Uh, usually, like, I happen to be more lucky in competition, or nah, I don't know if it's like, like the, the exact opposite me. for me. <laughs> well, like... I happen to get like better scores. I don't know what it is, but anyways, cheater. Uh, except for this time. <laughs> uh, this time, a lot of weird stuff happened. Like I'd slap the timer, uh, and then all the like all the digits would turn to eights, and then it would like shut off. What the heck? Uh, another time, I would slap it down, and the time wouldn't stop, and I'd keep like pressing and pressing, pressing it, and I'd like call the delegate over, and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's been happening. We'll give you an extra solve." Well, that extra solve is slower than the first one, and it's stuff you can't really prevent. But it's yeah, that's, pretty frustrating. that's kind and then of unfair I, uh, though, because right. like your and solve like is DNF'd because of that, of oh, because of the timer's problem. But it's like, what can you do to fix it at the same time? I yeah, mean, just like imagine like uh yeah, that's just really annoying. So then I did a two by two solve. I think I even got like got a plus two or something. Well, then they gave me like my next solve. I had the same exact scramble. Oh, that and happened I didn't realize to me, it dude. Yeah, that happened. Yeah, to so me. I, 
so Kit Clement is our delegate in this area, and I, I like call him over. I'm like, hey, this is Sam Scramble. And he's like, oh, okay, yeah, thanks for your honesty. And then he brings it back, and then I get like another plus two. Like my whole two by oh two thing God. was like screwed up. Yeah, um, dude, I averaged like three on two by two. I got like a five average or something like that. I really don't care yeah. about two by two. Two two by two is kind of dumb to be honest. Sorry, yeah, Rami. Five, <laughs> yeah, it was like four point eight. Um, I averaged like around six seconds, six point five. Yeah, that's not, a, that's actually I just like pretty fast compared to the other people that guy go to our comps. Yeah, the majority I, of them. At I mean, least. like, what would you say are the main like? well-known cubers in this area i mean there's uh there's okay so i don't know if this counts but there's there's kevin hayes he's in washington area but i think he counts because he goes to pretty much every competition and then there's max there's hillard there's max hillard uh right. blind world record holder it is uh right there's kit clement which is actually one of the one of the more popular delegates um well i gotta think here and then Oh, and by the way, as a side yeah, note, we're hoping to at some point um, interview him in oh, this yeah. podcast. I hope, yeah. If we can get it set up, yeah. and hopefully some other more well-known cubers or UQBers. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's all. Just Kit Kevin Kev and Hayes and uh, Max Hillard. That's all I can think of. Um, I mean, we're a pretty depressing Cuban community over here in Oregon. I mean, <laughs> wouldn't mind if Felix just yeah. hung out for a couple years. That would have been nice. All right, Jeffrey, what are your thoughts on... On what? On Rifle. Okay. Now, this is... Mo okay, every... Okay, so most people know me at the competitions, but because I'm, like, one of the faster people... Right? So popular. I Everyone's don't know why. Like, um, get autographs and... People they're are, at your feet. Just there's begging. faster people than me. I don't know. Maybe, maybe <laughs> it's because I just hang out with them. I don't know. But anyways... Um, f I always told everyone, 4x4 four four is the stupidest thing that ever happened. It's literally a 5x5, five five, but with the centerpieces hidden underneath. Like, that's li that's literally what it is. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a scam. There's no centerpieces. It's really bad. 4x4 four four sucks. <laughs> and then my friend was like, yo, Jeff, I need you to learn this method called Yao. And I, and I thought Yao was some, like, godly <laughs> method that only, like, Felix, Matt's, all these... Kevin, all these people only knew, and I'm like, they they only could be fast at it because I because I had tried Yao before and I got like a minute fifty, minute two minutes with it. <laughs> I tried Yao, right. I learned it properly, and I kind of started to like four by four. So after one day of practicing, maybe a hundred or two hundred solves, I got my first sub one with four, which is a fifty six, and then. Two weeks after first learning Yao, I got an official sub one average and comp with the fifty four single. Um, yeah, I I think I I've I've got to admit, okay, I kind of like four by four now. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of embarrassing because I, mean, I hated it for so long, but now it's kind of one of my favorite events. But five by five was still the king. About you is like you can easily learn like a new cuber method and pick it up instantly because I've been I've known Yao for like. I don't know, maybe six months, and my record is like a minute and six seconds. Like I still haven't broken a minute, even unofficially. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, you're great. Like, I don't know what that is. Maybe that. it's because I don't. I don't watch that many examples. But I may and maybe because I just like solve too much. But the thing is, you're also homeschooled. Therefore, you pretty much have roughly the same amount right. of time. So you should be able to, and you probably practice more than me because I really never practice. I don't. I don't know what it is. Maybe I, I just pick it up fast or something like that. 
don't know. But it's weird. Like, I don't have, like, scheduled practicing. I doubt, like, hardly anyone does, really. But I know for a fact when Kevin I get Hayes practicing, does. Kevin Hayes does. Um, except for Kevin Hayes. Sorry, Kevin Hayes, if you're listening, which you're probably not. Anyways, <laughs> back to the topic. Um, <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Dang it, Jeffrey. I'm sorry. Um, what was I talking about? What was I talking about? <laughs> we both lost our train of thought. I was trying to say what, something. We... we were talking it was about right practicing. My tongue. We were talking Oh, right, about... practice, yes. Yeah, there we go. I'm sure everyone else has this problem, too, but, like, I'll, like, sit down, like, Okay, I'll practice for like fifteen minutes, and then like two hours later, I'm like, <laughs> "What has happened? The sun is down. I'm hungry. It's late. I need to go to bed." It's like, <laughs> okay, I gotta admit, there's a lot of times at like one o'clock in the morning. I know my mom's probably listening to this. I practice until like five o'clock into the morning. I'm sorry, <laughs> mom. This only happened once, but there's those times. When you're doing three by three, you're listening to your music and you just get in the zone and you're getting right. those consistent good solves. Like this one time, my all all my family, I had like a seven hour practice session, one of my longest ever, and I was just doing. I think I did maybe I don't know how many, I had over a thousand three by three solves in that time, and wow. I was so in the zone, I did not want to stop that I got. I was so into it that I got an eight thirty one average of five when I averaged like eleven. That's like showing you that like wow. if you get into the zone you can do it but i right. mean like practicing me, like seven hours hour in a... warmed up yeah it takes a i yeah. don't know if it's just me but it takes me at least like 30 minutes to warm up it's really annoying like i just yeah. want to sit down i mean do, an do average you... of 25 and boom it's, i don't <sighs> that's why like practicing takes uh, a while do you have any other confessions to make to your mom before we move uh, on i mean now now's the time i gotta say or maybe, <laughs> here's a good idea, what if I save it until the next episode so we retain viewership? <laughs> no, I, right, right. Yeah, save it. Yeah, I'll save it. It's, it's actually a pretty good one that I thought up here. But I'll, i got to retain the viewership, man. You, you oh, stole I that stole. last cookie, didn't you? No. It was you. No. <laughs> Moving oh, right along. Yeah, yeah, casually. What are your thoughts... On IBQ. I guess this episode we're just kind of going over like thoughts on cubes. The IBQ yeah, is a non WCA event, but uh, I like it. IV, okay, so I've heard a lot of people say it's literally a pyraminx in a cubic shape. Now, I looked at Nathan Wilson's modding thing about him making a cubic pyraminx. It looks nothing like an IV cube, so people who think. The IBQ is way different. Yeah, it's way different. I, I, don't, I don't know what y'all are thinking here. Um, people but, have compared it to Skube. It I is technically like a Skube. Someone cube. had it at the comp that we just went to. It's pretty much a skew, just um, without uh, four corners, I think. Just without four corners. Yeah, I, and I've I've done like, say what? Um, I don't have one, so I don't get that much time to play with it. But I did my first average of five on it. It was like eight or something. But I've seen people get like sub one average of five on it. I'm like, people, this could be faster than two by two. Um, yeah, like my my singles like four point four i'm looking at on the wall i have this I, jeffrey i sent you a picture i like this big oh yeah so i, I, I really want to make one of those but my room yeah, is all of my covered events. up with shelves and stuff yeah yeah <laughs> whenever i break a record i cross it off and then write, yeah, you like, write it down that's a pretty cool idea what i yeah. i i actually use this really uh good um uh file system to keep my records in check and that is uh my brain Wow. That was... 
that is that exactly true. what I use. And maybe that's me. And maybe that's not the best thing to use because maybe my PB is like a seven one four. I I still think it's a seven one three. I'm not sure exactly what it is. It doesn't or it matter. Or it could have been like a minute. Yeah, exactly. I mean, who knows? Um, but going back to stickerless versus stickered cubes, I know we're jumping around a lot here, but uh, yeah, deal with it. Um, so what do you? So you, what's your biggest like end by end by end puzzle? Ah, uh, I gotta think. I have a lot of end by end by end. Uh, seven so you have by bigger seven. than seven by seven. No, I have seven by seven. Okay. I just I, I have a lot of end by end because, by end puzzles. Because my, my biggest is five by five, and for multiple reasons, I don't. <laughs> I do enjoy five by five, but the reason why I'm not going bigger, at least for where I'm at right now, is because I love like just having a fast solve like speed cubing straight for like five minutes is quite a while yeah like especially if you're learning like a new big cube and yeah, that's sort like of... my five by five record is like three minutes roughly like oh i've almost broken three yeah, minutes my five... so i'm not super good my at f- it the... okay so the reason i love the five by five so much is it's sort of a mix between it's a large cube it has the aspects of a seven by seven or six by six but right. it's also small enough so you can just do it like on the drive to a piano lesson or something like that. Now, yeah, it's everybody cubes on the way to a piano lesson. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's just that's just something everyone does. What you do. Um, let's quickly discuss their next comp, and we can like oh, talk about yeah. it more like after the fact. But they are having two by two through seven by seven with three by three OH, which stands for one handed. If you're not familiar with that, you for a long be. time I'm like, what is. Why do they say three by three O? Like O H. Three by three O. Like what? <laughs> oh, and then I saw it and I was like, oh. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm about to die. But that's that, gonna be a that's, blast. That is title proof. That is title right there. Three by three O. There you go. That is what we're gonna. That's that's the highlight. Um, but yeah, that, uh, but the thing about this comp is seven by seven is my second favorite event, and it's and and it's tentative. Therefore, like it may or may not happen depending on schedule. So that's kind of depressing. I, ho- I hope uh, Kit's nice to me and keeps it because I could podium if I try hard. And... Right. <laughs> One guy I've really noticed, like I I'm I'm hope he's okay if I like name drop him. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. I think it's Tyler Halgren. I don't but think anyone he podiums knows how to say that. in most of the events. He podiums in every event. I'm pretty sure right. the only reason he goes to comp is to make money because that's like his job now. <laughs> it's it's also Benjamin <laughs> Gotts chalk is also a very fast one. Yeah. Oh, another thing I want to talk about uh, is lubes. Lubes, yes. Lubes are interesting so, thing. Um, do they not are eat. very interesting. I have a very strict position on position I on kind this, of do. and I, I'm gonna rant a little. Yeah, you, you, yeah you, okay, so I don't have, okay, this is going to be kind of confusing, but I don't have, like, a strict on lubes themselves, but the feeling that they create, if, if, if you understand what right. I mean here. Because, um, it, Carlin, if you've tried any of my cubes, you like, you, you know that I prefer fast, but very controllable cubes, right? And very flexible. Right. Because I turn... Like a touch of gumminess, but not too much. Yeah. Uh, and I found out that weight four with Gan standard lube and DNM makes that pretty well, but it's annoying when you get into like I have stickerless big cubes, and just being that they are stickerless plastic, those lubes do not make the same effect. Uh, and that's another thing that you might want to right. use stickered and stickerless. But I really don't care what lube it is, as as long as it makes the feeling that I I like. Yeah. What about you? So, 
here's my here's my very strict opinion on lubes. So I first I got my first lube and it's right here on my desk, kind of looking at it, and it's all like Chinese or Japanese <laughs> leather. And so, I don't know what brand it is. It's probably like some off brand. I don't know. It's probably Z-Lube. anyways. It's like that. It's like that really like thin, milky stuff. Uh, Maru um, is it Maru? It's not Maru. Is I know Z- what that is, but it's not is that. It, is it Z Lube? Z Lube and Maru are practically yes, yes, yes. It's Z Lube. Yeah, Z Lube's pretty good. It lasts a little bit longer than Maru. Um. So, anyways, when I first got that, I like loaded it in like all my cubes. Not loaded, but I I put a little bit in all my cubes, and they work great. But I ran into a problem when, um, I had this mirror block which I have a passion of hate for those mirror cubes like ah uh, okay yeah. anyways. I, I, I'm so I traded it in okay um, well anyways I traded it in a competition and this dude gave me these I don't know how to pronounce it I think it's like Angstrong strong. it's like this new like cubing branch and it like the a- logo is just like an A with a hexagon wait yes, yes, you Angstrom. wait you got Angstrom lube I have both of, like the thinner and the thicker one. What the heck, dude? You're and one of the only people that have that because no one's really bought it. I don't think. I'd Even probably lucky. like trade it to you for something good. I'll because, just give you okay, my gigabanks. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> so no. the thick lube is so thick that I put it in my cube, and as you turn the layer, you can feel the bump of where it is. Maybe I just put too much the in. Heck? I don't know. So the thick one, I do not like. The thinner so one, it's, so it's, it's practically not... gel. Right, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's called a core lube. Carlin, are you serious? Did you literally just put core lube on a piece? (laughs) I'm I'm sure that's what you just did. I didn't know. Yeah, it's literally a gel. Is that what you're supposed to do? I'm pretty sure gels go on core. Okay, I, yeah. I'm like, this stuff sucks. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So the other lube that, it comes with like this two-piece set thing. It's like in between like a gel and milky, like it's just kind of like, yeah. I don't really know how to describe it. Anyways, I put that in and it's like a really good mix if you want it with a gummy or feel it. And I don't like gummy. I like it like thin and fast. Uh, that's exactly, why I have like yeah. this. But of course it. you want it controllable. <laughs> right. So I put some of this like, uh, this lube. What's the brand again? I keep forgetting the name. Z lube. Angstrom. No, the other stuff. Angstrom. Sure. That, that thing. The A, the A stuff. Yeah, I don't think really anyone I knows how to pronounce it. I put in a 4x4. Four four, this new, like, Chi Wushui. And it, like, really ruined the feel. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is not a good cube. And then I put some of the thinner lube in it. And I, like, I'm like, okay, this is great. And then 10 minutes later, it set in. I'm like, okay, this is not a good cube. I and then hate the day that. before the I, oh I was like, okay, I was like, let me just take my 4x4 apart, which it it's not fun to do. Well, I have the stickerless wish weight. It has, like, yellow internals. It's oh kind of weird. Do you think taking Anyways, a 4x4 apart is painful? I had to take my whole 7x7 apart when I was setting it up. No. The whole entire thing. I'm serious. And now it's oh an amazing 7x7, but it took so long. Wow. Well, anyways, I take this apart. I get, like, this wet, wet paper towel and wipe everything down, put it back together... It's amazing. You you tried it at the competition, I think. Yeah, I did. It's pretty good. No turning like cubes them. on the podcast. <laughs> you hear that? Yeah, I heard that. Dang it. I was like going super slowly. You I really wanted to turn that cube, didn't you? I just, no, it's actually my GAN, but I didn't. 
Uh, it's it sounded hard. like a game. All right. Yeah. Uh, one other thing I wanted to go over is I just cracked my knuckles. You could probably hear that too. I need to yeah, control. Um, <laughs> what are your opinion on corner twists? On corner twists. Ah, okay. So this yes. is a really interesting subject because uh, we don't know for a fact. I think Felix did twist his corner in his five sixty-six five something fail. Um, I think it was on video, so I'm pretty sure he did twist it. But we're not sure. But let's say he did not twist the corner and the scrambler twists the corner. Because most right. of my corner twists are when I'm scrambling. I don't know why. It just happens. So let's say the scrambler twists the corner, looks at the scramble. Just, it doesn't notice. Just glances at the, sc the scramble checker and say, mm, yes, this is fine. Cool. And he sends the cube out. And then the guy gets a DNF because he doesn't notice it. But most of the time when I'm solving it, right. I, 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 I get an Ola. I'm like, okay, I know. Um, I, I, I know that it's I have to twist the corner, so I do that. But, let, but, let, but let's say you don't. Like, you see an anti-soon, like, and then you do it, and then you and then you just – for somehow you just forget that there's a – you don't see that there's a corner twist. I, I don't know how you would do that. Right. Um, but, yeah, you do that, and then you get a DNF. Like, whose fault is that? Is that your fault or the scrambler's fault? So you don't have proof of the scrambler twisting the corner so that's right. kind of well it's so... automatically going to be blamed on you yeah because they're going to think it yeah but that's kind of why i always record my solve <laughs> so i could show i say hey kit i got this yeah. on camera i did not twist any corner but that but that's also kind of a thing that's why i always record in higher frames per second there and therefore there's like no motion blur so it's like easier to right. see yeah i mean like with quarter i don't think i've ever had one in comp have you i've never had a wait have i no, I've never. I mean, on pyramids, so that's not a corner. It's a tip. That's just plus two. So no, I haven't never. I heard someone say that pyramid tips are just like correcting for corner twists. Honestly, <laughs> Betsy. What? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I mean, that yeah. might be right, and we're just dumb, or maybe he's dumb. I don't know. <laughs> it's like why did why are they even there? I honestly don't know. Like. I they think could it's go just to continue it. the puzzle design, like, outwards. Right. Because, like, what else would you put there? A little TV screen to show YouTube videos? No one knows. Hey, that's a Probably. good idea. I bet they were debating it, and they're like, uh... What should we put If here? they're watching TV and solving at the same time, that's probably, like, not a good, <laughs> great idea. No, like, they're watching the tutorial of how to solve the pyramids while solving it in comp. Oh, like like a TV on the pyramid somehow. Yeah, like like on like instead of like the okay, I don't know what we're saying. We should probably return to okay. uh con like actual conversation. <laughs> so okay, so here's the question I had because if you're doing like OLL, uh, I'm currently solving white, but I'm switching over to white and yellow. But let's say like you have this OLL case where the cross is solved and two adjacent corners mm -hmm. next yep. to each other are solved, and you oh, have yeah. the case where like they're they're both like facing towards you like two headlights facing towards you oh yeah yellow I know that one, everything like the R okay. r2d yeah 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 right right but let's say you happen to have a corner twist so one of the corners is twisted onto the other side so you only have one corner twisted off what you're going to do is you're going to grab the incorrect corner twist it right up to the other side and go straight into plo but actually what if the case was the corner twist was actually going to be the algorithm instead of the like the solve state. Uh, I don't no. know if that makes sense. I do, it makes a lot of sense. So I've had that case happen a couple times. You don't know. And I, I, okay, so I need to do an experiment on this. I set up the same, I, let's say I set up a T-perm, and then I undo the OLO, twist the corner, and then twist the opposite corner, and then do right. the OLO for that. that I don't, I don't think it really matters, though. I don't think it matters. 
You don't. I mean, I mean, it, I mean of course it won't give you the same PLO because using a totally different algorithm. Right. But I don't think but it like matters. You could be totally skipping OLO instead of doing the ALG. Like you don't know no, which you, corner uh, got twisted. Uh, but like if if you have that case and one of them's twisted wrong, so you have an impossible case, you you are only allowed to twist one corner one time, and that ever. And that, and therefore it's solved from any position that let's say two corners are twisted. That's a solvable position. So you're only mm -hmm. allowed to twist one corner. So I'm pretty sure you can't just twist it into OLL. Um, not that I know of. Maybe they changed the regulations from last time I read it, but I don't know. Because I mean, it'd be hard to cheat that way, but you probably could. Oh, now and now attention. now that you say that. You see, like, you so, like, you know, how you see ZBLL, right? You see, like, the colors around the edge of the PLL. I mean, Did, the OLL. I need you to define ZBLL because I'm, Z I don't know what that is. I've heard ZBLL is where you solve a cross case in one algorithm, and there's like 700 algs. Like, with, with PLL, along like, with it? no, yeah, OLL and PLL at the exact same time with like in like sets okay. 12 moves. Wow. Anyway, so let's say. You, you're recognizing ZBLL where you're looking around the cube at like the different patterns that the colors make around the sides that face outwards. Mm -hmm. And you say, hmm, if I twist the right corner on the on this case, it'll give me a G-perm because you have experience in this case. But if I twist the right. left corner, I'll get a U-perm or a PLL skip. That could be used against it. And I don't, there's no way to prevent that. But I think we just propose a new strategy to get world records, man. You have the scrambler and the judge and the solver all in, uh, all in their little team to get world record. So like scrambler, I purposely twist the correct corner, and yeah, exactly. That's how you break world records now. If that happens, <laughs> all three of them could possibly be like banned for five years. <laughs> I mean, I, I know people. Banning just happen. Yeah, and there and there's also there's people that just instead of like twisting the corners, I've I've seen videos where they just like they start the timer, they take the whole cube apart, and they reassemble and get like a two minute solve. Right. That cracks me. So up. what what if what if you think there's a corner twist? So you twist it, and then you forget there's not. Can you twist it back? Oh, I don't think I've read the regulations about this one, but I have to. I think you can twist it back. I think you definitely can twist it back. No, actually, in a in like the the speed cube shop, they like they're like peppermint lube. Oh yeah, they actually said it was edible. Okay, I I gotta admit, I'm sorry for all the team SCS fans, but speed cube shop is sometimes a little weird. Right? Who would name? I am a cubicle fan. Who would name their lube peppermint? Okay, do you smell <laughs> it? Do you eat it? Do you lick it? It is scented. Okay, but you do you smell your cubes? No, I don't never heard of <laughs> smelling your cubes. You put the lube in there, and then you do R, U, and F, and B, and L moves, and D moves. Done. Nothing else, okay? You don't need to have candy cane smell smelling lube. And who, who gets so desperate and hungry that they don't want to get up, and they're like, you know what? I have this peppermint lube sitting on my desk. <laughs> we just <laughs> take a couple swigs of that. <laughs> Oh, that's that's uh, that's interesting. <laughs> nice yeah. beverage. Yeah, dude. Uh, okay. Contact us at theinteractivecubers at gmail dot com. Don't spam us. Don't spam us. Yes. Or what's gonna happen?
Um, we will steal your cat, and if you don't have a cat, we'll steal your dog. If you don't have a dog, we will steal your oxygen. Jeez, no, Alan. actually, we'll just steal all your cubes. Ah, that's kind. Of, that's kind. Of, that's kind of a bit too rough, don't you think? Well, maybe like they're. We will steal. We, we won't. Your. Okay, I'm. I'm lost. We'll do something bad. Just trust <laughs> us on that. Please do not call. Okay, just don't call nine one one. We definitely yeah. will not try to come to your house and kill you. Definitely not. Yeah, definitely. Um, that was the weirdest sad joke. Is that? Um, is that yeah. okay? If you, if is there you, any other um, contact? I don't. I don't think so. Um, also, um, my YouTube channel and my contact info will be in the description. I don't yeah. know if Carlin has any, but if there is, they'll that'll be there too. Um, and 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 if you are hearing this point of the podcast and you didn't just skip to this. Um, thank you. Uh, uh, continue to watch or do another bad thing to you. Do not call the cops, please. Continue to watch? I think you mean listen. Dang. Dang. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> what you do. How can they watch our podcast? I think someone just sits there watching. They just stare at the screen, looking at, at like, their phone that's at, asleep. That's like, it was like, dang, this is a really nice black screen here. Mm. This is good. Um, but yeah, we we're hoping to get a YouTube channel. I think Jeffrey will be working on that up for this thing, and we will also so, put yeah, it there. I'm maybe you are watching the logo for about. Maybe you are. Maybe you're that weird. And if and if you are watching this, listening to this on YouTube. And please comment the word peppermint lube or three by three o. No, no, actually, yeah, say peppermint lube dot dot dot. Yum. Yeah. If if you are watching this or listening to this on YouTube, where they have a comment section. Um. Yeah. Anyway, or you could just send us an email. Anyways, but you know that's kind of this is a long outro. This is probably longer than all the topics that we've said. It's probably like five minutes. Anyway, thank you. Um. Bye. All right. Peace out. Uh, Goodbye. Bye.